Hello and welcome to, for real this time, a special edition of the Extreme Tasting League podcast show. Uh, we are live at OmegaCon Fall. Yay! And I actually have people in the room this time. It's not just the guests. Well, everybody's a guest because there's people in the room this time. So it's opening weekend for Thor 2. And when shopping for scotch this last week, when my store had their discount uh, that, that, that came live that I talked about in the last show. Um, there's a bottle called Highland Park Loki, and I just had to get that because it seemed apropos. I've never had it, and it is the most expensive bottle we've had, period, on the show. Uh, I know we said that last time. We just beat it <laughs> by, like, 40%. Well, no, not quite that much. It's by a lot. Um, a, a fair amount of money. So, uh, everybody, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves so that the listeners can, you know, pick out your voice when we talk about things later. So we'll just go uh, clockwise from me. All right. My name is Michael Lee, and I'm here because I'm here at OmegaCon. I'm Melissa Kircher. I am here because somebody said there was scotch up here, and uh, I'm also a podcaster of many other podcasts and fairly drunk at the moment. That should be interesting. <laughs> I'm Doug Yoder, and if you want to find out more about me, you can find me on the previous episode from OmegaCon Spring. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're the, the, the two episodes that we did in May, so I would assume there's seven and eight by number. But uh, yeah, you go to the website, scotch.xtlpodcast.com, and yes, indeed, he was he's a returning guest. I'm Carly, and I like scotch. I'm Matt, and I also like scotch. I'm Dan Siglich, and this is not my first scotch podcast. No, he's also a returning guest, and I really have no idea as to his episode's number, but you can find him. I'm Mary, and I absolutely adore scotch. I'm Steve. I first had scotch in Scotland at a single malt distillery, and that's how I got into it. Well then. Spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm Perrin, and I'm also a returning uh in fact, returning with, with Doug from the last OmegaCon, and uh, uh, my brother-in-law got me into scotch, and uh, I just really enjoy it. Drinking it, talking about it, bathing in it. <laughs> <laughs> so as per usual, what we're going to do is we will uh, nose and taste it neat, then we will add a little bit of water and, and nose and taste it wet, as it's called, uh, talk about it a little bit. Uh, because my co-host Dave is not in attendance at Omega Fall, uh, I'm asking returning guest Perrin to read the tasting notes in his stead, uh, and then we will rate the scotch on the five-point scale. Uh, three is average, five is best shit ever, and one is war crime. Um, decimals are allowed. Uh, factor in however that wants, and if you want to score this just in the scotches you've had, fine. If you want to score it in all the drinks you've ever had, fine. If you want to score it in at things that have been in your mouth, that's fine. <laughs> I don't judge. So uh, we're here to judge the scotch. I'm not judging you. So uh, we'll uh, get a little nose here, get started on it. Now the long pauses begin. And I'm not editing this episode. Sorry, everybody. There's just too many people. Ooh. Give me a... It's very spicy. You have a little cinnamon. Or... Mm-hmm. I'm getting a cinnamony caramel. Almost. Uh-oh. Mint without being mint. First incoming guest. Another repeater coming in. I'm a horrible person. I'm sorry. 
That's okay. There's still plenty to go around. We're all, we're all Say fun. who you are, returning guest. Um, I'm Peter Buckholz. I was on the first or second podcast. Um, or the first and second podcast. Well, you know, as it were. So he's going to find a chair and sit down. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> because, you know, that's how this works. One of us. And I'm breaking the fourth wall by saying that because you can't see it. And I'm trying to hand the glass off, and no one's there I'll to drink take the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this. I have two there nostrils. Any, Thank there, you. There are any number of people who would throw themselves on that sword. So uh, you got here just in time. Lots of swords. We're we're just starting the nosing. So so we. Once you get used to it, there's uh, a lot of vanilla also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my nose hairs are sterile. It it is yeah. certainly it is a good strong. In its its nose, um, I'm not enough of a spice aficionado to be able to pick out which spices. But I'm I agree with you. It's definitely. Um, I'm I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna more p- vanilla and sweet than it is hot and spicy. No. I, right, but for, but for for the nose, I'm I'm gonna go uh, cinnamon and clove. I think is the spices I'm gonna identify. And we have. One more person coming in. Well, I, I certainly will agree with you on, on cinnamon. Find the chair. I'm not able. It's like if somebody said, oh, that's cardamom versus allspice. I'd be like, <laughs> well, that's If nice. you say so, yes. Yeah. It, it's hard to go but, back but and I find can, the I other spices. The yeah, it, because it seems like they're there at the beginning, and then you get used to them, and now all I can smell is the, the sweet, the... Vanilla, caramel, almost marshmallow mm-hmm. sweet of the body of the mm-hmm. smell. So, new, new guest is still trying to find space at the table here. Yeah, it's, sneak it's, in. It's, it's, very, it's very appealing. <laughs> okay, new guest needs to introduce herself. Hello, my name is Kira. And uh, I'm really excited to try this. <laughs> okay. So we're just nosing it neat right now. Um, quick update to you, for you. Uh, we, we nose and taste it neat, and then nose and taste it wet, talk about it a little bit, and then score it on a five-point scale. Okay. Quick summary. We'll let other people go around because they got a slightly longer description. There will be tests. So I think we can probably move into the tasting. We've nosed it pretty well here. And it, Kira can say what she wants about the nose as we're all tasting because it'll be dead air otherwise. It has a very tasting it anyway. Yeah, well. I think it has a very clear nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's um that's potent. Zingy. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's quite the tail. I I am going to venture that this is a stronger than 43% by volume. <laughs> oh my. I I've not looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a, uh, quite the uh, fire starter. Yeah. You're, you're, you're already reddening up a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe so, I just... So this happens <laughs> with everything. <laughs> I think I'm I just in that, in that True, I understand. I think I just got pimp slapped by a scotch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is, that is very, wow. very so this warm. Is, this has a very innocuous, very caramely and sweet nose to it and has a very fiery and yes it has a spice to it yeah. it's not just fire it's spicy I, I got that cinnamon again I could have sworn that this was cinnamon schnapps for a second this is just a split second but 
Yeah, I let the scotch play over my tongue. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've had a fair amount of scotch in my life. This is among... If you told me it was cask strength, I wouldn't, li- I wouldn't like, argue with you. Right. Yeah, it's, that's about right. It's, um, it's almost numbing yeah. to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinnamon is very strong. Um, I am enjoying it. But it's it's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, versus the I, I, yeah. I was expecting the something nose. much smoother. Yeah. So yeah. was I. It warms the yeah. cockles of the heart and then it's, the sub cockles of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> it almost it, has it, a it capsaicin really bite. Good in about um, mm-hmm. January, February to mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This um, yeah. When he, the he, fires are burning low. Yeah. This yeah. this he, recalls to me Chambord actually. Uh, no, chartreuse. Chartreuse. Yeah. I'm worried. What? No, no, chartreuse. I'm with you. Well, if in, this is in the in the three step that there's a there's a flavor, there's a burn, and there's a stomach to it mm-hmm. that you don't get a lot with scotches. I think the thing this I is like, very warming from the stomach. Yeah. yeah. If it's too much yeah. for any of you, please feel free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This way. It's quite a dream on. <laughs> Yeah, to, 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 to settle the question, it's actually only a 48.7, so it's not even a full cask strength. Mm-hmm. My gums are numb. But it's, but it's, 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 it's definitely more It's than, more potent than your average, mm-hmm. by about 5%. It's still playable. You know, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think part of it might be that if somebody hands me something and says this is a um, cask strength, you, you're expecting it. Right. And, and this, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah this, this was certainly... It's, it's very sharp. Mm-hmm. I like the spice. Yeah, I'm digging on the, the, it. Yeah, the finish is really nice with them. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. It's not it's, dry. It's not peaty. It's no. just very spicy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And and it's a, it's a fairly clean... Once the spice goes, there's not much else. No. There's, there's no, like, lingering anything. Yeah, it doesn't last as long as I would expect either, being as potent as it was. It... it it evaporates off the tongue fairly fast, and finishes not what I would call long. Takes with it a few layers, and it's definitely not sweet on the tongue the way it would. No, 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 not, no. not at all. Mm-hmm. It's complex. It's, it's fire and spice. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to encourage everyone to uh, put just a whatever whatever level of water they're comfortable with into their pour. Still hurts. Yeah, well, some scotches are meant to have a little bit. As potent as this one is, I expect a little bit more water than usual would probably not be a miss. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with my normal little bit of water. The, the thing is, at least when you're adding a little bit of water to open up the scotch, it's, it's, a, it's an intentional action of a, of a specific amount as opposed to people who just drop a couple of ice cubes in there. Right. Like, no, I, just, I still think this could flatten it, though. Oh, it, 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 it very because, well could. Because the nose is so temperamental. Well, let's find out, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. The, the spice is still there, but it's no. certainly not as powerful as yeah. it was. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The honey comes it, out a little bit more, and then so does the vanilla. Yeah. 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 The addition of just a little bit of water right. completely changes <coughs> it. I, I, I think it's hot. The, the, the honey is more. Yeah, it's hot. Quite a bit. I added probably more water than I should have, though. I didn't get any honey before. I just got overrun by. There was a lot of You know, you say greener, and I'm almost getting like freshly mowed lawn off the nose, too. Yes. That doesn't help me. 
<laughs> I don't care if it helps you, Peter. It's a question of whether or not you agree with me or think I'm full of shit. Well, yeah, no, I'm not getting that. No. <laughs> this does happen on, on, on occasion that I'm completely disagreed with by the other people at the table. But no, I'm. I'm, I'm Freshly mowed lawn, I don't have. I am getting more I'm, honey than vanilla or cinnamon now. Yeah. Put the water out of it. Mm-hmm. Put this on my toast. Have this with toast. Mm-hmm. I would have this with just about anything. Yeah. I love oh, spicy and it's good on everything. That's oh. yeah. very nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so really, I think really I think the rule with this is to open it up. Yep, just just yeah. a little bit yeah. of water. It's yeah. it's it's not biting nearly as much on the palate. I would really love to talk to the distiller and find out so and not very I'm much. sure they've tried all these variations with it. Drops and, yeah. and no it's interesting that yeah. it it sold at a higher um, a higher alcohol percent because I wonder if this came as a forty two or forty or whatever you know you happen to pick up how would that would feel compared to adding a little water right mm-hmm. now uh, if it was aged with the water instead of us adding it in a glass water evaporates yeah at, at, yeah the the water is always added as part of the bottling to bring it down to the desired percentage alcohol by volume right. so but, I mean I wonder if you if you sold it as a 40% or 42. Right. If, if that would... If the local water to, would, yeah. I am usually a non-add. Like, I don't like right, ice cubes or water. Mm-hmm. This is much better with water added. Yeah. In my I have to agree. Yeah. And I yeah. typically don't add water to mine either. I want to taste it as is. It still has the spice, Yeah, but it's not burning. It's not right. overpowering. It's not overpowering. And it's far more in the finish than on the palate, where before yeah. it was yes. kind of on both, but it was uh, pretty prominent on the palate. sensation, but you don't get the... The I'm I'm no longer getting the three step. I'm getting a two step, and I'm fine with that. Um, I'm I'm hard pressed though to know if I'm getting the honey, the honey from um, the nose or the taste. Both. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting it in both, and I was not getting it in the taste. Oh God, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting honey with a touch of spice now in the taste the before spice, the, spice the, smoother before the aftertaste. I just picked up a very faint hint of, I would probably say, orange. Citrus? Mm. Yeah. Citrus. I'm getting a light citrus in the nose now that I've, I've let it sit for a little while. Just the very tail end of the, the drink, I was like... That's a hint of citrus, I was Yeah, in the, in the midst of the spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just took another sip, and I was getting it in the nose after you said it, and I'm getting a little bit in the in the finish. I'm not getting it much in the palate, but so, in the finish, it's there. Something I noticed is as it sat with more water in it, the vanilla came out more and more mm-hmm. as it mm-hmm. sat. Yes. Yes. It has a longer... So it, it really released that. I would say it has a longer finish. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And it, and it builds. Mm-hmm. I, my, my tongue is pleasantly hot right now. It's a far more complex. It, the the water allows the complexities of this alcohol of this scotch out, and it's a much better drink with the complexities rather than just sort of a punch in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm getting more out of it with the water in it, which is unusual. But I got more vanilla before I added anything that I did not. 
I still want to pillage an Irish monastery, though, for some reason. <laughs> well, you know. Can, can we go this, back and burn is, shit? I'm on board. Yeah. I feel this overwhelming urge to step well, 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 We haven't really talked about the, <laughs> the name of it is Loki, so if we were all wearing black and green and thinking about it. Well, Perrin, Perrin did start a bonfire, so we could yeah, burn yeah. things later. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Sure that, that, that's we need to pillage and rape first. Then burn. Then burn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very important. Mm-hmm. 50-50. So really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna let Perrin read the, uh, the the little notes that are on the back. He, he's gonna skip the little bit where it talks about who Loki is because if you don't know who Loki is, go look it up yourself. You see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're already on the internet, so just go to Google. Yeah. It's Jack Kirby character, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna sit here in the corner and drink my scotch and pretend well Melissa didn't just say that. <clears throat> Like its namesake, this whiskey is unpredictable and impulsive, echoing the formidable weather of the Orkney Islands, distilled where sea turns to ocean. Highland Park is a meeting point of nature's forces. There should be a crash of thunder. Loki doesn't like thunder. Result. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. (laughs) Resulting in a single malt, which is both dynamic and energetic with constantly evolving flavors and a fiendish inner complexity. Loki, unquestionably a whiskey of the gods. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> I, is, is it, isn't we need to talk later. Yes, it is. I love voice recording. Yeah. Yeah, it, so, it does not evolve St. Paul. Making a it, doesn't evolve, it does not evoke <laughs> the Ford Parkway water so the answer to, to the question that we typically get off of notes is, were there any tasting notes at all? And the answer is no. So we pretty much had to go into this blind, other than saying it was an Orkney. And, and they claimed that it was very dynamic. And, okay. And energetic. Got, and, and, well, and energetic. So I'll give them dynamic, especially once you add water. We were noticing much more variation as we were on, went around the table. Um, and then over time, as it sat with the water, I guess that's fair. And, and I'll give them the energetic because initially it felt like I was totally. being kicked. Yeah. <laughs> with this delicious spice. Definitely an island. I mean, yeah, it's an Orkney. Actually, it's an island. Right. Which is not an Elay. Well, but it's not a Highland, and it's not. No, no, it's it's definitely its own monster. It's 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 certainly right. an example of a Highland park. It is it is very much in that oeuvre. So. I mean, there's only the two distilleries on Orkney, so it's not like you've got a lot to pick one. (laughs) It's not like you get to compare it to too much, and I think we've not done the Scapa on the podcast, but Dave and I have done the the Scapa uh, as part of clubs. So um, let's start with the scoring, and I'm going to let the returning guests go first since they know what's what and the other people can get an idea of how it's done. So let's start with Doug. Um. I remember part of the scoring component was would I buy this again, right? It is indeed. Um, we, we should point out that, you know, again, this is the most expensive bottle we've had on the podcast so far, and therefore <laughs> that means the price point is pretty high. Yeah, so, so, so it's hard to say, buy it again, well, uh, for a special occasion, yeah. Uh, I'll go 4.6. He's digging on it. Yeah, All right. it's, it's very good. All right, Peter. I guess I'm the next one around. You are. Um, I'm going to go slightly lower. Um, I'm going to go 4.1. It still has a lot of burn, even with the water. 
I enjoy myself a good peat. Um, this doesn't seem to have the complexity of peat. It has a lot more fire to it. Um, it's fantastic. However, I'm missing something. It's not the Yamazaki 18. Well, you know, <laughs> I have high standards. Dan? I'd probably give it a 4.5. I've yet to personally determine what exactly a 5 would be. However, this, this particular example has, well, quite a lot of character and quite a changing character with the addition of water. So that, that adds some interesting diversity to the experience. So I, I would probably say that I'd buy it again, you know, given the right circumstances. And I enjoyed it. I'd have to go down to a 3.8. And the, the reason is, um, yes, if I were rating the, the version with water, I'd probably be in the 4.3, four, four, somewhere around there. But we also drank it neat. And while it was enjoyable, I mean, it's a high three, it was, it was not, it didn't bring its A game to that version for me. The other reason is it's expensive enough yeah, it's real. I, for me, it was really good. I would enjoy drinking it again, but I don't think I would drop. I'd rather get something else, two something else, or three something else, or three something else, rather than one of that. That's fair. Um, myself, I'm going to give it a four four. I thought it was pretty solid. I like the fact that it has the the dynamic character. It, it's a very different uh, tasting experience. Um, neat and wet, and I like it when my scotch can can do two tricks instead of one trick. Um, I think the the flavor was solid. Um, it, it hits the character that I like in a scotch. I like a little vanilla and honey. Um, I like Orkneys. I like Highland Park in general. So uh, this is a solid example. I would not frequently get it for the price point. I, I will say it's overpriced, and I think some of the overpricing is due to the lovely, lovely packaging, which we have yet to discuss. Mm -hmm. um, it comes in this frame. wooden frame that has um, above it, it's got kind of the, the, the longboat dragon head the, from, from Old Norse uh, mythology and, and, and culture. It's somewhat harp-shaped. Um, I would think that this would decrease the drinking in Britain as it would cause a deep, <laughs> deep fear. <laughs> Run away! But it hinges in the back, and, and it's got a magnet seal at the top. So when it's, when it's sealed up, it, it's pretty solid. Um, it's lovely. If, if, yeah. if, if you drop it back, the bottle is heavy enough to, to, to push the, on the magnets, but it's a, it's a pretty solid case otherwise. The bottle itself has a little, uh, I, I don't know if it's acid or if it's just laid on. It's um, meant to look like it's It's and, built by uh, the Lyocellfar. And, and it's to, a, it's, to but clarify it doesn't, too, it doesn't, it's oak. It is oak. It is oak. Yeah, wow. this is oak. Um, but it doesn't add to the drinking or no. flavor. No. However, it's all marketing. You know, yeah, we would, yeah, I was about to say we should have licked the, <laughs> the frame and then had the scotch. Yeah, it might have changed the flavor like again. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say that I, I don't often hold on to old containers when they're gone. Uh, this one I will be keeping. Um, it, and it will, it will have a, a nice, lovely place of display somewhere in my home. What would I just, you put in it? 
you know, I don't know that I will necessarily put anything back in. I suppose I put other Highland Parks in it. Is send a blue glowing cube. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Find a very thin vase. Yeah, I well, like I said, I'll, I'll probably either keep the empty bottle that came with it or other Highland Parks because it is the standard Highland Park bottle um, in there and and just prominently have it somewhere. I, I I think probably just either filled with you know water so that it looks full or or just some sort of you know. You could make that the holder for your Highland Park du jour. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we'll, we'll go on to more scores. We'll. Uh, Keep going in, in some sort of logical order here. So we'll go actually counterclockwise this time because I'm a prick. Kira. Um, you just made her think fast. No, 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 no. I've been thinking about this, and I I, I keep changing the score in my She's mind. She's one of the few people who still has something in her glass. So That's because I'm still enjoying it open up and seeing how much it's going to change. Um, it hasn't changed much since it really opened up with more vanilla. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, but that's okay. I'm going to give it about a, probably a 4.2. I mean, I think it's good. I like the fact that it does change, that it is different, on, a little bit different on the nose than when it is on the palate. I like the duration of the burn on the palate. I like the finish. I like the duration of the finish um, as is. I didn't want it to be so long of a finish after it was watered. So after it was neat, um, after we added water when it was wet, I wanted it to be a little more changed. So um, it's something that I would buy if it wasn't so prohibitively expensive. But I, I don't think it's a five for me. And it's definitely higher than a four. So I'm going to say, like I said, 4.2, 4.3 type range. I do wish I could remember when I was in the podcast before what I rated that as because this is much better and I hope I'm not like having grade in or deflation. What were you drinking? Amrut. Well, the, the Amruts and then we also had the Tom and Tool and uh, yeah, the, the uh, Glen Roths. I know that the Tom and Tool is one of his favorites. I don't obviously know how you rated it, but quite good. Oh, Sorry. Um, I think with the water, I'd like maybe four two-ish. I like how smooth it was. I like the, the, the honey flavor. I like the smooth stuff. And it didn't burn quite so much. But they didn't burn. All right. Um, I, I think I'm going to give it a four. I didn't like the burn without the water. I thought it was really, really good with the water, but without, it was kind of harsh. And for the price, um, it, it I, I find it hard to, I would find it very hard to justify spending that much money on that particular bottle of scotch. But it was very good, especially once you added the water to it. Yeah. I think I would give it about a 4.2. Um, I did like it initially when it was neat. Um, I kind of, you know, I enjoyed the bite and a bit of burn with my scotch. Uh, I kind of like the feeling that that feel when you get the warm kind of seeping throughout your whole body. That one definitely delivered on that neat um, wet. It definitely brought out uh, fullness of the flavor a lot more. Um, I didn't really start tasting it until after, but definitely started getting the afternotes of honey with it. So I give about a four point two. 
I would probably give it about a four. I like it. I probably won't spend as much money all the time, but it's also not the kind of scotch that I would drink a bunch of Snickers worth each night. It's probably it's the kind of scotch that I would like to close the night with. It's a good, I don't know, a nice finish because it's going to kind of do things to your palate that you wouldn't want to taste that much afterwards, I think. I so you're saying it's not a guzzling single malt. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because there's so many of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like what she's saying in the fact that it's very complex and there's a lot of things that it does that other scotches wouldn't. So a good closer for the evening. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Oh, that's right. You're over. Um, I give it about a four with water. Uh, I, I wasn't a big fan when it, when it was drink neat. Usually I'm a neat scotch drinker, but it was a little too in your face uh, without the water in it. Uh, once it opened up, it was far more interesting, but at that price point, there is there's a lot of other scotches I'd probably spend my money on before spending money on this one. Michael? I think 4.2 is probably my range. I think a lot of that especially from the price point this is is definitely kind of your special occasion type you know at that price and with the experience of the name and the you know the the packaging and all that it's it's great for exactly this sort of environment where where you're with a group of people or something where you can kind of explore, you know explore that whole thing it's not something you just get casually Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I think, I think it's very good and I agree with it being wet, um, was surprisingly different and better for me. So since I came in late, I don't actually know what the price point on this oh. is, um, which is fine. Painful. Yeah. This, 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 this bottle was the most expensive we've had on the podcast so far. And last month we had a $175 bottle of scotch. This is a 260. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Now, like three bottles, bottles of like, things I really enjoy. So, exactly. so I can buy two and a half bottles of my favorite scotch for this price. Yeah. So two bottles. Yeah. Of my favorite scotch for this price. And that's that's kind of why my my score so far, I believe, I have yeah, handed yeah. most. I, 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 I like that. Again, I think I think much of of the price point of this is the packaging and the fact that it is a limited edition run. Um, limited edition runs are always more expensive just because they're limited edition and say, like, ooh, one of 21,000 bottles. Yay. I, I um, give the marketing 4.8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pre presentation yeah. gets a solid number. Presentation is gorgeous. I, I, I certainly am going to need to take a picture of this one and get it up in the show notes because that, like, like I said, at least $60 of the price is the packaging. Yeah. So, yeah. When you click on the picture, it needs to have the. Um, Hobbit or the Dwarven song from the Hobbit going. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I, I well, think or, I, um, or, or the uh, Ofortuna from Carmen. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I yeah. yeah. And can there be a flame background? Can there be yeah. fire? There needs to be fire. <laughs> I, this is just a, a simple WordPress site, so I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. But it, it, It's called YouTube Embed. <laughs> so. Uh, Originally, the, the thought was I didn't know how many people were going to show up and, 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 and how long it was going to take to rate this scotch. And so since we have time, uh, I, I poured another scotch that I was gifted this weekend by uh, a friend of mine, uh, my, my roommate's girlfriend. Uh, her father bought it and tried it, and it wasn't his taste, and decided that since he knew I was into scotch, that he would give it to me uh, through 
uh, my my uh, friend. So we have the Lafroy quarter cask mm. in front of us. Mm, yes, Lafroy. <laughs> Laughing wow. frog. Laughing mm, frog. Like I'll have more of that with, more with every time. We'll yes. see. That's not what the word actually means, is it? Lafroy? No, no, no. No, no. It does, yeah, it's, but um, I have a friend from Glasgow who calls it Laughing Frog. So. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I just called it Lap Frog, you know, like you have a, a lap dog or. <laughs> So, so it's like you're blowfilled in a James Bond film with a giant frog. Yes, right. Maybe a toad, perhaps. Pac-Man frog. That's precise. I expect you to hop, Mr. Bond. Yeah, I, I'm gonna make. I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to make uh, Perrin play uh, James Bond. Seen it since I since I brought it with me now. Ooh, <laughs> I'm in. I'll play. So. Uh, what are people getting off the nose? It's heavy. It's Yum. dark. Dirty. Very smoky. Well, 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 wonderfully earthen. Yeah. The, 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 now, when he says dark, he means the nose is dark. The color itself is a pretty light amber. Yeah. But agreed. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, as as far as scotches go, this is golden. This is not amber. Yeah. No. This is this is on the light side. Yeah. I. I. I, I a little bit of meat tobacco. Really good campfire nose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They're, 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 Unfortunately, since I started a fire recently, there's yeah. a certain overwhelming. Uh, everything right now smells like a burning log to me. It, it's so, got it, it's got the wonderful smell of fall and that being like leaf burning yeah. kind of mm-hmm. smell to it. Yeah. It's not as heavy on the peat smell as one would expect from a Lafroig, no. in my opinion. It's Great. it's it's got a little bit more of a of a woodsy tone to it, but that makes sense for a quarter cask. So. Yeah. If I'm walking through the woods in the fall, this is what I smell. Um, yeah. I'm still getting a little bit of sweet and a little bit of caramel, um, more so than I would off of a full Lafroig or one of their special editions. Yeah, I, I would say this is walking through the forest and, and, and stirring up the, the fallen leaves a little bit as you're walking. It's not just a, a light walk. You're, you're, you're digging in a little bit. I were walking through the forest, and the forest was made out of old library <laughs> books. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that she says that, there's a little old book smell here. Yeah, yeah. 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 a little bit of leather, a little that bit of dry smell. Yeah. The, the, the I know actually has a little bit of bite to it if you mm-hmm. inhale deep enough. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm so used yeah. to smelling leather that that's a <coughs> hard thing for me to smell. But no, yeah, she, she's not wrong. I I, yeah. I, I agree. There's certainly. That's leather. Moving into the taste a little bit here now. There's the peat. Oh, yeah. There's the leather. <laughs> I eat so much leather. I'm in my happy. <laughs> huh? Ooh, and there's and there's the burn on the tongue afterwards. Yeah. Before the peat, I actually got a bit of a sweet, a bit of a kind of a honey-like. Taste. Yeah, I, I I would not say that, that you're wrong in saying that there's. A, I was even getting a little bit of honey in the nose. That's a really, that's a really nice peat. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's a fairly soft peat for nice. Lafroig. It's like a fresh peat, if that makes sense, given what peat is. Um, <laughs> As opposed to Tilled, like okay. a, a, right. a stale, smoked, like dried and meat. Tilled to earth rather than burnt ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's, to me, the, it's more spring than fall because it's more fresh, more meaty, more autumn. The finish is definitely where I'm getting the car- caramel. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some, I've had the occasional approach that the finish is almost. <clears throat> Excuse me. It it doesn't 
It lasts a long time and you wish it wouldn't. You wish that, that it would just say, I'm done and stop and go away. And this is not a problem here. I'm it's, not I'm not getting it's that. Good. It's, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. I'm almost getting like a, a kind of fleshy fruit, like not quite peach, but maybe peach peach or apricot somewhere in there. Okay, this is really weird, but through my nose after I drank it, I'm getting almost bacon. It's <laughs> <laughs> with the smoke. No, no, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 it's a hickory right. smoke bacon. That yeah. kind of um, Salty, smoky yeah. flavor. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not peat. No, no, it's like it's a, apple. It's, it's at the salty, smoked like meat. It's at the far end of the finish. Yeah, I've let it sit long enough that it's there. I didn't. I will say I did not get any fruit. Okay. I mean, yeah. it might just be me. More Smaller a sip, I get fruit. Um, something more than that, I get more peat and burnt and. There's a quantity change. Second taste, I got a hint of there's just some spice there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually spice or if it's just that alcohol. It, it, I think yeah, it might it, well to me it was just alcohol heat. I, I don't know that I would. The the peat is nice as well. It's not overpowering and overwhelming. It's it's very palatable. I'm trying to see what you said about the sweetness, just kind of initial set. I wish the sweetness would last longer because it would balance out the smoky and a little bit of the burn. But, that's but I want something true of Lafroy in general. Is yeah. It's more smoky and burning. I, I like how the, the smoke and the alcohol burn build on the second and third steps. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it just. I, I'm amused at watching how Melissa pours her water. She, she's very controlled. She, she, she thumb drips the water in. I, I know is, where my thumbs have been. Call. Um, how did you pronounce the Cardias? Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, Cardi- the Cardias. Yeah, we we don't have that one with us, but right. No, it's something that I have back in my room, um, and it's much heavier. Than now, did you get the Cardias origin and the Cardias port? Origin. Okay. You know what I, I wish is that I would remember that we're going to be doing this because I would be interested. I'm not enough. Much as I like to claim be that I'm a Scotch snob. I'm not enough of a snob to really know how different glass shapes impact the experience. I have a scotch tasting glass that I was mm. given as a gift, and I would love to see if I actually have any difference in experience, <laughs> or if it's a lovely marketing ploy for a glassmaker. Yeah, for, 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 for the record, we're, we're using the glasses that Dave doesn't care for, because Dave's not here. Um, and there's more than four of us, and I only have four of the more straight tumblers. So I'm I'm using the the brandy snifter, the mini brandy yeah, snifter glasses. This is this is a pretty narrow mm-hmm. um, mouth. Yeah, the, to the, the snifter, um, which concentrates the flavor or concentrates the, the nose mouth. at least. Um, with a wider mouth, you're going to get less nose. I don't know that, to me, in the glasses that I drank scotch out of, it's made a huge difference. Yeah. And, and that's more, it's more of a, I was just looking at the glass and going, yeah, I'm, I'm betting these are not anywhere near the cost of the glass that is a scotch tasting glass. Oh, I'm sure they're not. And I would love to just yeah. play with it. No, I, Dave's argument against these glasses, when, when he and I have the discussion, is that 
with the uh, more straight tumbler, he can have his nose in the glass as he's taking the sip, which means he can both get nose and uh, palate at the same time. Where with this, his nose is kind of sitting on the outside of the glass, and so he's not getting as much um, aroma as he's taking the sip. So the, the potency of the flavor diminishes a little bit. But the Loki would have killed him. <laughs> well, Dave's been doing this a while. I don't think it would have killed him. I mean, we, we, we've uh, had more potent noses than this one than, than the Loki's was. So uh, not I think necessarily better though. I said more potent. Yes, not necessarily better. So I think everybody's hit it up with a, with a little bit of water. What are we What are we getting on on the change of the nose? Much sweeter. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not getting as much dirt. Yeah. No, I, I, the peat. I see, 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 I think this, I think the peat is coming out a little bit more for me with it, but I think I probably added a little bit more water than I typically do. So that, that might be where that's coming from. Even just uh, adding a few drops of water for me, it's, it just kind of feels sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I preferred it neat. I've, I've had that experience in the past. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's neat. Maybe it's not. It's a little it's, bit of like a, a bitter grain husk. Aroma. Mm. Um, that's very like sweet. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm getting bitter. So I'm, I'm used to dealing with green Yeah, I, I, I'll I, give you that. See, see I, and I'm getting the bitter, so I, I, I'll, 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 I'm getting bitter and sweet and not as much complexity right. with the water added. Right. Mm-hmm. It's quite a bit different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely prefer I'm just getting frustrated. Yeah, like, oh, you mm-hmm. need the drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, little bit I'll lighter. Give you more scotches all night long. The, 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 the palate, it seems a little bit lighter on the tongue. It's a little lighter. bit of water. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of honey. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the honey. Got, got There's more honey. almost zero alcohol burn. Yeah. 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 I, I think the, the flavor of the wood cask is really coming through for mm-hmm. me now with it wet. It's very, very. Oaky. Oaky yeah. and uh, tannic. That's probably where I was going with the green husk. Yeah. Kind of, kind of uh, salty. Yeah. 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 I've got, I, I'm getting, getting very little of the peat in the taste. Yeah, c- c- compared to the, the brulatis we've had and, and the spaber, and Dave would not be going salt like he always does. Because there's, there's certainly salt there, but it's not the predominant flavor. So yeah. th- there is no Dave salt, which is why I had to say that. Just oh, I'll to Dave on that because... All I'm really getting after a couple of drops of water is salt. I'm not right. getting a lot of other complexity. All right, well, Dave, we have your stand-in. Yeah, there you go. Come on, let's hear it. The salt is more towards the tail of the, the flavor on the mouth. That's what I'm getting anyway. It's, it seems to come after the predominant honey sort of body to it. And I'm just not getting the honey. But, you know, I've been drinking sweet drinks all evening, so I could be biased. That was a, a deep inhale. My, my, my nose got twitchy. Yeah. Did you get any of it in through your nasal cavity? Uh, well, no, no, I didn't. Not any of the liquid itself, but I'm. Uh, no? All right. Aromatherapy. There we go. That's part of this. Scotch aromatherapy. I could, I could yeah. be I could be behind that. <laughs> Seriously? Quick, yes. to the patent office. Copyright, can we have comments? The, mm. sweet, right. the sweetness that I had after the first, during the, the, the finish on the first one. There's still some sweetness in the finish, but it's it's not nearly as pleasant. I'm not I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it's less enjoyable, and it may be that just the entire. I think it's just drink. the body. Yeah. yeah. So 
before we put any water in it, I got distinct flavors out of various portions of my mouth, and now it all kind of seems to be blended yeah. together. Yeah. Right. I need scotch now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. Don't in, don't insult it, Baron. No, it's just water down. But I, I'm now going to uh, to pass the bottle to Perrin to let him read what is on the back of it, because he has the best voice ever. <clears throat> Lefroy Quarter Cask from the remote island of Isla in the Western Isles of Scotland is a very special expression of our single malt whiskey. Double cask matured. First in oak barrels, then for a final period in specifically commissioned quarter casks, as used two centuries ago. The result is a soft, velvety sweetness, followed by the intense peatiness so unique to Lefroig. Lefroig quarter cask is a, is is barrier filtered only to preserve the maximum flavor. Please note, Lefroig quarter cask may go cloudy with the addition of water in the glass. This is perfectly normal when a whiskey is not chill filtered. Best savored with a little cool water. We're all now looking at the <laughs> <laughs> cloudy. <laughs> and I knew that was coming, so I'm sitting here and I'm just going, ha ha ha. You <laughs> I, like the, I like the fast read on the. Cloudy with a. Please drink with caution. Cloudy with a chance of consumption. <laughs> Two. I need yeah. you to read that once for me. <laughs> We must not have been using cold milk water because it didn't get cold. No, yeah. no. And I, I have to disagree vehemently with their oh, yeah. best with with like, a little water. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Under what sky? Yeah, I, I, I think pretty much everyone seems to, to be rating it neat better than than it wet. So uh, we all know how it's working. So I'm just going to go straight around, starting with Peter. Okay, that seems oh. very random. Which direction are you going for me? I'll pick as soon as you're done. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It looks um, I am going to go with a 3.7. Um, this one was tough for me. I am a Lefroy drinker. Um, that is my go-to scotch. I don't think that this measures up to their normal scotch, to be completely honest with you. Um, I think that the... Um, Neat version is too dry, um, with not enough enough complexity, and I think that with water opened up, it loses every portion of what makes it Lefroy. So it's still completely drinkable. Um, so I would have a hard time judging it under 3.8, but um, I'm certainly not going to put it in my top 25%. Okay, Dan. Could go probably about a, maybe a three five. Uh, the drinking it neat, I appreciate that the the peat was relatively smooth, being a relatively inexperienced peat Scotch drinker myself. Uh, so that made it more palatable for me. However, as as seems to be the consensus, uh, the addition of water it, it kind of takes a lot of the complexity out of the drink. It kind of dumbs it down, I suppose. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. I'm not a huge fan of PD scotches. Um, I liked it better neat than with the water. But I, be, because I'm not wild about PD scotches, I don't think I'd go out and buy it. Neat? I'd say this is probably like 
four or five for me. I, I love it. It was great. But with the addition of the wires, we had to three. Because I thought it was very salty. Uh, I like I like the you know just like the the smoky earthy flavor. I would buy this for sure. I really enjoy Lefroig's. Um, I enjoyed this one. Um, I th I think I realized the reason I tend to rate low is I always think that maybe the next one I'll get is incredible. So I would go with a three four, um, keeping in mind the you know the other the other scotch. So enjoyable. I'd buy it if it were not that pricey. And this one I don't think is. It, it's it's not bad. It, it's more expensive than the standard Lafroy ten. I was gifted it, so I don't recall. I want to say it's about sixty to sixty-five, but that's just a rough guess. Yeah, I think it's usually in the fifty-five to sixty range. Oh, Sounds in that case, in that case, I would I given for what it is, I'd be happy to buy it. Three fourths, nice solid, drinkable scotch, but not uh, certainly not the best Lafroy I've had. By a long shot. No, I, I will agree there. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.6 with the disclaimer that this is not the style that I prefer. I do not like, necessarily, on my own palate, a lot of the smoky, oaky, peaty. I can, however, appreciate how it is neat as pretty good quality for what it is. I mean, I, I expect it to be a good quality, um, being at a tasting like this. Um, but once it was what I did not like it at all. I mean, it immediately sort of turned it into something that I didn't really care for on my palate. I don't think it retained a lot of the complexity that made it appreciable, as other people said, um, to kind of turn back to that. But, um, I, I, and yeah, so at three, three, six, I would probably not buy this just because it's not my style. Um, but if I knew someone else who liked this style, I might consider buying it for them. Okay. Uh, I am going to give it a 365. Um, I like Laphroaig. However, I, I, I believe that this is probably my least favorite Laphroaig. I, I, I like the base 10 a lot better. The 18 is phenomenal, as was recorded several podcasts ago. Um, the Cardias, um, both the Origin and the Port, um, will be coming in the next year or so because I did buy them in my big Scotch adventure. Uh, seriously, the receipt's as long as my arm. Um, but uh, I didn't think it was nearly as bad wet as everybody else at the table seems to be rating it thus far. Um, I certainly did probably have a slight preference to it neat over wet, but uh, I, I don't think wet detracted from it as much um, as, as seems to be the general consensus. But um, I guess it would depend on what kind of mood I was in. Uh, when I decided to pour it, which way I was going to have it. Um, but it's still certainly a solid outing, um, certainly better than some other scotches that we've had on the show, um, but would not be my first choice of a Laphroaig. I'd say about 3.5 for me. Um, I think it was definitely smokier than I would care for. Um, and beyond that, I don't have a lot additional that people haven't already said by this point in the table. I think I'd give it about a four uh, as it was neat and a really, really sad as it was added to water. Um, it, um, I'm a big fan of Lefroy. Lefroy is pretty much middle of my strike zone. I really love peaty scotches. And it, it, this isn't the best Lefroy I tasted, but it was good. I liked it better than the previous scotch. But once water was added to it, it's like, no, I, I really didn't care for it. I think a bunch of us are going to be partying in Peter's room later. <laughs> He's got the good Lefroy. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I brought a Colila with me uh, for the other people who like Pete, and I, and I brought a uh, Glenlivet French Oak for the people who don't. So. Oh. <laughs> but I have the Kale, but I have the Cardias. You do have the Cardias. Mm. I'm going to pretty much echo everything Melissa just said. You know, it, it, it was great, uh, neat. I was really getting into it. I enjoy a scotch that will grow on you with every sip that, you know, like I was saying, it added that smoky PD, it added that burn, and it would just, you can sit there and sip it all evening and just be mellow and relaxed, and it was great. I was really getting into it, and then we added the water, and then I was just sad. So, 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 numerically, you're going to say 3.2. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do a few point five. I think... Were we smoking a cigar? I would enjoy it a lot better. Ooh. Interesting. I, I can make for a good pairing. It's a good cigar yeah. kind of scotch. Um, I like yeah, that. I prefer it neat far more to the Say 3.6. I'd say pure neat would be higher, probably a 4.4, because I enjoyed it quite a bit more than the Loki. But after mm-hmm. kind of echoing everyone else, after we added a little bit of water, it was completely killed, killed the scotch for me. Okay. So we're going to move on to the quick question portion. We are at OmegaCon, which is you know primarily a Slack con where we're all sitting around in our pajamas and playing uh, board games. So and drinking, uh, alcohol. And drinking alcohol. But we've we've covered the alcohol, so we're on to the board games. So uh, I am going to ask everyone what is their favorite game that they have played at con, assuming they've been here before, and if they've and if this is their first con, uh, which is their uh, one that they're most looking forward to playing. I know this is a bitch question to give to people, so um, let's see. Where do I start? I'll start with Mary. Oh, um, it, it's a toss-up between Cards Against Humanity and Salad Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, Cards Against Humanity is just wrong, and it's hysterically funny. Salad Bowl is a little more of a challenge. And we're going to go counterclockwise because, you know, yeah. yeah. I like putting Dan on the spot. Um, I think uh, history would have to dictate to me that I, I rather enjoy playing the massive Avalon Hill version of Civilization. Oh, it takes yes. up a whole day, you and X wow. neighboring tables to play additional board games on the side when it's not your turn. And, uh, <laughs> it, it is a truly, That's properly a good, epic game. That's a good yeah. thought because I love the game, but yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. And, and there's a copy of Twilight Imperium, so we could be playing two games and <laughs> a whole day to play side by side, and it'll be glorious. <laughs> just add Arkham Asylum and take, you know, play the game that takes all day to, to, to like set up, and then, then you're golden. You've, you've never played my version of Axis and Allies before. <laughs> Four games like all at the same yes. time. <laughs> I'm, um, but that kind of defeats the slack later. purpose, so we'll, we'll, we'll... It does defeat the slack. Completely. And I'm a <laughs> Um... <laughs> So I played a game last year, and I can't remember the name of it, and that's the worst part. Um, it was a uh, Heroes card game based on the X-Men and Marvel world. I think it might, it might have just been Marvel Champions, I want to say, something it's like that. It's not Champions. Oh, it's not Champions? Um, it's similar to Descent, um, but I can't think of the name of it for the life of me. It was a fantastic game. It was very well balanced. You could play it solitaire or with multiple people. Um, and it was a lot of fun either way. Um, most fun game. Um, 
Well, as it's my first year, I don't really have a favorite game at con, but as the person who brought Twilight Imperium, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with that. Just uh, being able to play the you know, day-long game of Galactic Conquest. And knowing you're in an environment where there will be other people who willingly want yes. to play that yes. with you. You cannot set that up any other time. No, you really can't. Carly? Uh, this might be a cop-out, but I'm going to go with my favorite game is the stay up way too late having drunk conversations with people game. Ooh. That's, like that, that, that's, a, that's a valid game. That's a valid game. Yeah, reminiscent of fine teenage years. <laughs> so, I'm trying to get a game started uh, there's been a lot of amazing times in a lot of games, but I think the one that has provided the most ongoing enjoyment over the years is a German game called Zetsman. Uh, translates to six takes. You know, it's a really simple card game. You can teach it to anyone that's drunk, you know, and everybody loves it. So, definitely. I will pick uh, King of Monsters because I just played it and uh, it is it combines my love of Godzilla with my mm-hmm. love of Yahtzee together <laughs> 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 It's amazing. That's a kind of like combo. Pacific Room with Dice. <laughs> yes, Pacific Room with Dice, and I, I wholeheartedly Good recommend it. <laughs> um, I'll go with, I, I'm looking forward to playing Lords of Waterdeep with the Undermountain expansion from Scott, uh, Scoundrels of Skullport with a full set of six players at the same time. Let me know when you want to play that. It's, yeah. I, I met Elvis in one Undermountain. Oh, wait, it's in my room. Uh, I've been at every Omega Con, and so for me to roll through the history and think of a favorite thing ever, I I mean, I I know that uh, there there have been games that everyone ended up playing at a con because we all just got sucked into it. Katamari Damacy was one. uh, At one point, it was a video game that that came. Um, We all got sucked into Cards Against Humanity the years that that came out. I've gotten to be in on the Salad Bowl games a couple times, and that's a lot of fun. But my favorite game in OmegaCon is sadly one uh, that is not commercially available. It's been discontinued for a long time, and it's called Can't Stop. <laughs> it's a dice game where there, there's a board that is octagonal in shape. Why aren't you bringing this? I there is a copy downstairs. And there is a copy downstairs. I, 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 yes, I, I, I don't know whose it is, but they've brought it every year that, since they bought it, and uh, they got it at a garage sale. <laughs> and basically, you, you roll uh, four dice, and you match you know, uh, two pairs of two dice for the numbers, and you have three tokens that you can move forward, and you can only have three numbers that you're playing at a time. And so if any of your your dice don't pair those numbers, your turn is over. But at any time, you can stop and mark your progress down the track. And the idea is to reach the end cap of each track uh, three times, so three different numbers. Um, and then you, you, you win the game. And the, the, the concept, of course, is that, you know, do you do one more roll? Or, you know, because you can't stop. You have to keep going. And if, if you don't match, you fail, and you lose all of your progress. And so it's, it's, it's a gambling game of how much chance do you think there is of you getting the role that you need. And I uh, did not do so well in the games I played yesterday, but I won quite a bit last year. So Amazingly simple and horribly complex at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a really simple game. Anybody can play it. You can play it drunk, and it, it's, it's a fairly fast game. Generally speaking, and so uh, because you lose all of your progress halfway through. <laughs> oh well, if you're not stupid. Um, oh, yeah. 
but yeah, I, I really enjoy the game, and it's very simple. So I, I either am going to make my own board, or I'm going to go hunting around for it and see if I can find a copy that's not uncommonly expensive. I'm sure you can find it. I, uh, they, last... they, they do make a version for the iPad. Oh, okay. Well, oh, hey, there you go. Huh. There's an app for that. There's an app. <laughs> Sadly, I don't have an i. Oh wait, I have an iPad for work. Hmm, I might have to <laughs> might have to solve this problem. And everyone at the table says. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the game, okay, I'm new to Omega Con this year. And my, the game that I was most looking forward to was Cards Against Humanity. And I was actually already playing it when I came up to the scotch tasting. So Pirates. I kind of ditched my, my most looked forward game, which I'll get to play again, hopefully yeah, I later. imagine I'm the sure game will probably be playing So I'm glad it. that I left to, the, for this. The 3 a.m., Games of Cards Against Humanity are better than the 8 o'clock games. The first year that it came okay. out, I remember a game, a game, in the great room going the entire weekend. It never oh, stopped. Yeah. Yeah, never it was, stopped. The, the first it, year that it came out, I think pretty much that was 80% of the games that were played on. It was played. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was one game that went... One table that went all weekend. Yeah, and, and, and as one person would leave, some other person mm-hmm. would join the table. And it's, it's one of those brilliant games where if you choose to ignore that, uh, you know, there is supposed to be an endpoint based on the number of players playing, you can just keep playing. Well, and so you can rotate people in and out. It's apples to apples, only offensive. Yes. Well, it's apples to apples, only for people that are broken. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. I like to think of it as apples to assholes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ding. I haven't played this game. No, I'd love to. Oh, you will. Oh, you will. Now we want to make sure. Okay, so after this, we're just going to go downstairs and get a We'll have to see. There's a salad bowl game in here afterwards that I might stay for. So, Um, While I enjoyed watching my wife play Drunk Cheaters Munchkin. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the game that I have played that I've enjoyed the most is Three Dragon Ante. And That's a good one. It's just, it appeals to me on several different levels. It's a sort of D&D based game that it has luck and skill and you can, you can go the way people think you're going or you can flip it around and go. I mean, it just, do we have it here? Some years we do, some years we don't. I have not been able to find a copy of it, but um, it's, it's the, you're making flights of dragons Sweet. and betting on it. And there's rules about how flights get made, and then other people can screw you over, and it's it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I have not seen that in the years that I have been out here. But that game sounds like it needs a truck or power up. That, that game sounds like I need to play. The, the one that I didn't say I will just have to mention is Wiz War because I haven't had a really good game here, but I really want to sometime. Mm. <laughs> if anyone wants to, to plan for next year, I will bring it. I, I feel that way about um, Once Upon a Time. Oh. It's very hard to develop a good game. Oh, but I love that game. Sorry. I like the simple games. I like um, like the cheap-ass games. And then you got a sheet of paper and the instructions take like two minutes to figure out. Like a Dr. Lucky, I think I just started gaming with Dr. Lucky. Save or kill? Kill. Kill Dr. Lucky. Yep. And, uh, we have that one here. So, I, those are my favorites. 
All right, so we've reached the end, and so I'm going to look around. Does anybody have a toast they want to close out the show with? Actually, I found one. That All right. That was good. That was good, especially. <laughs> and I was just, just, just put a little something in your yeah. glass. Uh, I have beer. Yeah, you, you use what you want to use. And it was kind of inspired the, when it was Loki is the drink. Um, and I found one, and I'm sure some of you already know what it is. To absent friends, lost loves, old gods, and the seasons of mist, and may each and every one of us always give the devil his due. Slaunch <laughs> out here. Quinks. That has been my joke for years. And you just stole it. All right. And then. <laughs> <laughs>